The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast's Final Four Watch Party. April 1st at 7.30 p.m., SGP will be at the Ice House in L.A., so come hang out with the crew. All the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash icehouse. Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert, on a Monday night for a Tuesday slate here. With me again is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Doing all right. Another fun weekend. Uh, college basketball is wild as always. We've got a wacky, wacky, mad, you might say, Final Four. Uh, no, nobody has a perfect bracket, that's for sure. Uh, with Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, Miami, and UConn being the the winners of all the regions. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun times on Saturday. Um, also today, coming off the bus, I saw this guy. Uh, uh, this happened like half hour ago. He had this big, oversized other jacket on. It said Wild Boy on the back. And and he had a, he had a joint in one hand and a cigarette in the other. And he just <laughs> took turns just smoking for me. That's, that's the ultimate double fisting there. Fucking wild boy, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's a, that's a Ricky move, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I still have. I had a through a ticket on. I have UConn half unit on them, twenty five to one to win it all. So I see they're now favored to, to win it all. So um, I'll probably end up hedging a little bit, but that's a, a good ticket I have there. I have also, uh, Miami at like fifty, and then ooh. San Diego State one hundred twenty five. Uh, so I, I'm looking in good shape, but I think UConn's going to win it all. So I just, I just threw a bunch on UConn. So as long as fucking Ford Atlantic doesn't win, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would be crazy if they won it. And uh, yeah, if Talon was supposed to be here tonight, but they, he had some sort of evacuation from his apartment. So he went out to get, get, get drinks instead, whatever. He, he wished he was here. I wish he was here too, so he could be hosting. Uh, and he, he could do a much better job of shaming Scotty Scheffler than I could. So, so can you explain what happened to uh, Scotty Scheffler on, uh, on Sunday, Joel? Ah, uh, the only time I flicked to golf, you know, I hate the match play just like Talon does. Uh, I saw that he's in a consolation match, whatever the fuck that is. Uh, I don't know, but I saw that my guy, Sammy Burns, LSU boy, he mm-hmm. won. Uh, I, I bet him like almost every week. So of course the one event I don't spend a penny on, he wins it. I think it's like forty to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, missed out on that, but happy for my guy, and uh, hopefully that gets him going for the future because I'll definitely be putting more money on him. But uh, yeah, I, I saw that he absolutely smashed uh, Cameron Young in the final. That, that's about all I know from that event. Oh, uh, so I'm shocked. I, I know more than you do. Well, because probably because I, I had something on uh, on Shuffler there. Apparently, in the semifinal, he like had he missed a really short putt to go to like a, a playoff, and he lost that one. So I was a little bit upset there. Uh, but yeah, the Golf Gambling Podcast hit on Sam Burns there, 42 to one. Make sure you check them out. Make sure you check out all the other shows. Check out the website. 
And of course, get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Hockey Channel is the place to be there. Throwing out bets for all, all sorts of uh, types of different sports. Had some preseason KBO over the weekend for some late night action. So get all the uh, best stuff in there. It's a true support system in there, sg.pn slash Discord. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or also follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. I posted some clips, uh, some memes, some graphics up there, so make sure you follow us there as well. Uh, yeah, anything else from the weekend you want to touch on here? Uh, no, uh, had, that, that, was, that had, was about it. Oh, we, well, I mean, we're bearing the lead here. We'll, we'll discuss it when Talon's back, but we went 6-0 we went as combined on our locked on total. Eight and one altogether. Yep. You know the yeah. the, the Leafs screwed us. Talent, Talent's dog. The Leafs was our our, our only loss on Loft Total. So Talent always says, "Oh, we're gonna go nine and zero. We're gonna go nine and zero." Of course, of course, it's the fucking Maple Leafs that that, that screw us. Yeah, uh, they were the better team in that game too. From what I remember, they just got yeah late goal by the Canes there and won five three. I think. Yeah, tough tough loss, but I'm uh, glad I didn't put any money on. I was close to betting the Leafs, but uh, I never pulled the trigger. Yeah, I think I added a little bit during uh, for one of my infamous live bets here, and also the uh, the Canes got that win, but they they lost to the Bruins without. I think they had Bergeron and Marchand both out, or Lindholm as well. They had some key pieces out. Pasternak's, all, it's load management now, right? Well, well it's, yeah, it's... yeah. Pasternak still carried them two goals. Maybe I mean Talon was saying last show Pasternak for Hart if there was no McDavid, but uh, there's a McDavid and there's a Drysaddle too. So even without McDavid. those guys in the lineup, the the Bruins, if you look at their lines, it's still stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, tonight's not going uh, too great for me. Hopefully we can turn that around here on Tuesday. Foot on the make sure you check out WinBet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And of course, for our DGENs only, if you're the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to WinBet.com or download the WinBet app. Offered subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough is available. If you have something you know again, welcome. Call 1-800-522-4700. Looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world? You can enter a three-night stay. You can you can win a three-night stay at Circa Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, you can get a still good discount on a room using promo code SGP15. And the Final Four watch party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and much more. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash Podcast and tune in on Saturday. All right, we're ready into this uh, 10-game slate on Tuesday, March 28th. Yeah, let's go. Right, kicking off here with one of the uh, many lopsided games. Uh, Nashville Predators at the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Bruins are minus 280 on the money line. Bruins puck line is minus 115. Preds money line is plus 235. Preds puck line is plus minus 105. And over-under is at a 6. Uh, overpaying off minus 115. Under is at minus 105. This is one of the games where you just you got to find a way to, to take the Bruins. I know they're having some load management and maybe not playing playing as hard as they can or playing all their guys but they're 33 and, and three at home 
Uh, Nashville's 18, 14, and four on the road. Nashville's been, been pretty poor recently. Uh, lost five of their past seven games. Boston has now won seven in a row, including back-to-back wins against Tampa and, and Carolina. Outplayed both of those opponents there. So uh, I, I think my play here would probably be the Bruins. It's so it's so tough to play a Bruins puck line because they, they do play so many close games. But I think that's probably the play here. Nashville recently lost 7-2 to Seattle, 7 nothing to the Rangers. So they're capable of of having a blowout there. Maybe just do a, a Boston regulation is minus 185. Not not too good there. Maybe a maybe a team total or, or just look at uh, at Bruins in a oh I have Bruins minus one parlayed with another team minus one. So take the Bruins here somehow, and I would lean to the under here under six minus 105. But you, you never know which uh, Predators team is going to show up. Yeah, they uh, experienced that Dream Crusher game the other, the other, uh, you know, they lost to the Jets last week, and they they should be out of it, but the Jets keep hanging around. They keep losing games themselves. Lost again to the the Kings on Saturday, so they're they're not running away with it. And uh, given the, even even the Flames have a chance now to creep back in to the mix, uh, but the Preds, yeah, they've been playing poorly, but they're they're still in it, so it's not like they're totally hopeless, but they're they're starting to play that way. Uh, totally shut down by the Leafs on Sunday. Uh, they can't get their offense going, and, and Saros can't do everything on his own. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough, tough one to call here with the Bruins. I mean, uh, we saw their intent on Sunday, which is kind of like uh, slow it down. But these teams also need to stay sharp going into the playoffs here, and uh, this is no time to, to take it easy. You want to get uh, ramped up. Sure, you could rest some guys, whatever, but uh, you do want to be informed going into the playoffs. So, yeah, I think we got to take the Bruins here. My line is minus 297. So, yeah, you could do a juicy regulation or the minus one and a half on the puck line. Uh, that's the way I would look at this. Um, if anything, maybe a slight lean to the under, given the, the how inept the Preds offense has been lately. But, uh, yeah, it's not a strong play either way. Yeah, I completely, completely get that. Uh, not moving down to 7 o'clock again here. Got the Columbus Blue Jackets at the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York, Madison Square Garden. Uh, Rangers are minus 350 on the money line, and their puck line is minus 140. Uh, Blue Jackets on the money line are plus 290. Their puck line is plus 120. Over-under at 6.5, over-paying off minus 125, and under at plus 105. Uh, what do you got for this one? Well, Elvis is back in the building. Yeah, back... <laughs> Playing back with the team at home from Latvia, and uh, he got absolutely shelled on uh, Saturday. Six goals on 24 shots against the Canadiens. Uh, so, yeah, you love to see it. I expect the uh, the Blue Jackets players being like, oh, fuck, this guy's back. <laughs> and uh, they're just giving up. They're not They're not really protecting the net like they should. Because uh, it doesn't matter when, when the goalie's that bad. I mean, if you look at this guy's stats, uh, he's, he's like the worst goalie in the league. Uh, if, if you play like 20-plus games, whatever, he's a qualifier. You want to put in there, um, so yeah, it, it's a it's a juicy number there, but uh, I can't back the the the, uh, the jackets here. Yeah, my line is minus three thirty anyway for the Rangers. Doesn't matter who you put in net, but uh, with Ellis back there, the way that he's played this year, definitely not uh, taking the jackets here. So it's uh, if anything, I, I would do the over. The Blue Jackets are they're being feisty in the offensive zone. Uh, of course, you talk about the Rangers, you know then. Shostakovich is kind of streaky this year. Sometimes he shows signs of going back to last year's forms, but then uh, most of the time it's just uh, kind of average for his standards. 
So I think they could get a couple goals here, and then the Rangers can uh, light Elvis up again. So, yeah, if anything, I would I would bet the over in this one. Yeah, I was looking back at it. Columbus has allowed 56 goals in their last 10 games, 5.6 goals a game. Uh, Rangers are scoring 3.7 per game, only allowing 1.9 in their past 10. So, yeah, this this is a I parlayed Rangers minus one and Bruins minus one. I don't necessarily trust them either in regulation or, or on the puck line. If I had to, I had to play it straight up, I would probably just do Rangers on the puck line there, minus 140. You said it. I, I did not realize Elvis was back for that one. Um, they got completely killed in that. They've just been giving up goals in bunches here. So maybe look for a uh, Rangers team total even or, or like a uh, a race to four. Let's see if that's out yet. Uh, race to four is minus 145 on the Rangers. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll look at something like that. Rangers race to five plus 130 if you want some plus odds there. Uh, Rangers team total over three and a half is minus 210. So, yeah, I'd probably look to that that race to four at uh, minus 145 as the best play here just because Columbus has has no defense and even less goaltending. Uh, all right, going down to 7 o'clock again here. we got the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Detroit Red Wings. The game itself is in Detroit. Uh, Penguins on the money line are minus 180. Red Wings on the money line are plus 155. Over-under is at 6. Over-paying off minus 125. Under is at plus 105. This is a game where, where you really want to be able to, to trust the Penguins here. You should be able to trust them. Minus 180 is just just a bit too much. They they they. They were, I think, winning by a few, then one by one against the Capitals. Did beat the Avs 5-2 in Colorado, but I mean, besides that, that was after losing four straight. But at the same time, the Red Wings are just not. I, mean, I guess that they are. They are what we thought they were. They're, they're this 500 team that's hovering a little bit under 500, a little bit better at home than on the road, but not quite good enough to really do anything yet. That this year, uh, I have no bet on this one as of now. I think if anything, I would lean to the home dog here and the Red Wings at plus 155 or possibly look to the over here. Uh, Jari and Huzo, neither of them are, are really on their game right now. Yeah. So the Red Wings are in a similar situation to the Blue Jackets in that they've uh, actually kind of like the Predators too, given they, they did have a, a small chance to make the playoffs, but obviously uh, once they lost those two games, the Sanders, they went on a downward spiral and haven't been playing even worse than they were before that. So, uh, yeah, you know, the Penguins are, are still fighting for their playoff lives. Islanders won again tonight, but uh, the Panthers lost. So uh, it gives a bit of space for the Pens, but uh, they got to keep the foot on the gas. So, uh, yeah, it lights all juice for that reason, but uh, I still like the Pens here to win this game. My line is dead on, minus 180, but uh, the Red Wings are, uh, yeah, they're not playing well. I know they're better at home than on the road, but still, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust them, even with uh, the plus 155. Uh, just, just give me the, the much better team here. The Penguins are on form. Uh, they're, they're winning more than the losing now, that's for sure. Saw them pound the Avalanche last week. That that was the Penguins at their best. They don't have to be at their best to win this one because the Red Wings are uh, pretty close to the worst in the East. So, yeah, give me the Penguins here and uh, the over, too, for sure. At six, definitely. Uh, Penguins offense is one of the best in the league. And their defense has been uh, part of what's uh, holding them back. And uh, they, they still got some injuries back there, too. And, yeah, you mentioned uh, the goaltending's not been good. So, yeah, give me the pens and the over. All right, going down to the 7 o'clock game again here. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning at the Carolina Hurricanes. game itself is in Carolina. Uh, Hurricanes are minus 135 now. Uh, Lightning are plus 115. Over-unders at 6, both paying off minus 110. Probably the best game of the night here. What do you got for this? 
Yeah, bit of bit of money there just came in on the uh, away team. Saw the line move a little bit, but uh, I think it's the wrong direction. Give me the Hurricanes here, minus one thirty-five. Um, my line is minus one forty-seven. They, they still been plugging along without Shvetchnikov. I uh, mentioned that they were the uh, inferior team to the least, but they still won the game. They they were still uh, controlling the shot count as they always do. Not quite the puck possession, but uh, yeah, they're, they're they're winning games with this formula, so you can't really question that. Um, so yeah, giving the giving the Hurricanes here at home. I also like the under six minus one ten. Uh, Lightning uh, signaled how they're going to be playing playoff hockey there against the Bruins. Uh, you know, they sent out Pat Maroon to fight guard at halfway right from the start, and uh, yeah, it was a tight, closely contested game. So maybe the Lightning are starting to turn a corner. This is also their first time getting a. Two days off between games since uh, the middle of February. I mentioned that last show, so that's they got that working for them. But it's still uh, towards the end of their road trip, so uh, I'm not sure if uh, how how rested they'll be exactly. So maybe look to them at home. But for now, give me the Canes here and the under. Yeah, I was going back and forth on this one. I thought, thought the Canes were probably the play, and that's the way I ended up. They they are the better team than the Lightning, especially. Right now, uh, Hurricanes have the seventh best expected goals for percentage in the past 10 games. Lightning just hovering right there. 16th, middle of the pack. And more importantly, the Lightning just can't score. One against Boston, two against both Ottawa and Montreal, two not good defensive teams, two against the Devils. Scored five against Montreal, but I mean, this four-game losing streak has been pretty pitiful for them, and that's the type of way that, that Carolina likes to play, and that's the way Carolina can win games. And Carolina... We saw this game a few weeks ago. Carolina won a six nothing at home, outshot them 38-14. So I don't think we'll see that again. But I do quite like the uh, Hurricanes minus 135 as well as the under for all, all the reasons you said. Too. Yeah, this is uh, should be a good good playoff preview potentially. Going down to the final seven o'clock game here, we have the Montreal Canadiens at the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. Uh, Flyers are minus 115. Canadians are plus 135, over-unders at 6.5, both paying off minus 110. Minus 155. I think he said minus 115. Ah, Flyers minus 155, Canadians plus 135. Thank you for that. Uh, Yeah, I I looked at this line initially earlier today. I was like, oh, Canadians here all the way, plus 135. But then I forgot they played tonight, and I think they – did they beat Buffalo in a shootout? Yeah. I think so. Long game there, big big celebration up there in Buffalo. Not quite a border crossing game, but close to the border up there. Um, Flyers are just Flyers are on a roll right now. Three straight wins, five game point streak, including that overtime loss to Carolina that would have been a win half a second later. They're playing way too well. They're scaring me for my uh, season total under seventy seven and a half, under seventy eight and a half. They're really on pace for it now. I, I I don't really have a play for this game. Maybe maybe the over six and a half minus one ten. Uh, it's going to be Caden Primo, son of former Flyers legend Keith Primo, making the start for uh, Canadians most likely. So fun storyline there against uh, Carter Hart, who's a Montreal kid, I think. So yeah, I I don't have a play for this game. I, I lean Canadians for the for the value there, but total I lean to the over. I already have a significant wager on this game, and it happened uh, before the season when I bet the Canadians win total or points total over 70.5 and and the Flyers under 79.5. So uh, (laughs) they're both in the balance. Canadians uh, winning tonight was good for for that. 
And uh, but the the Flyers being on on their uh, their winning streak or their good form lately has not been. Uh, it's made me sweat this once again. You know, it's gone up and down, up and down. You think you're you think you're good, then they start winning games, and uh, that's what's happened again. Uh, my line here though is minus one fifty one, considering the Canadians are on that back to back. I didn't know about the goalie thing, so it might actually be more for the Flyers. Uh, given the fact that I thought it'd be Montembeau. But, uh, yeah, so I guess I've got to lean the Flyers here, especially considering that line should go up once Primo is confirmed. Uh, he is the weaker goalie. And, uh, yeah, give me, the, give me the Flyers here, I guess, but uh, I'm not going to be betting that. I already got a nice sweat on it. Uh, but I also like the over six and a half, too, especially given the, the fact that uh, Primo is likely starting. So, uh, yeah, give me the over. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the Flyers were... They relied on Carter Hart in their last game against the uh, – who do they play some shitty team? Red, Red Wings. Wings. Yeah. Yeah, the Red Wings actually uh, got some decent chance of that one, but Carter Hart kept the minute. And I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do it two games in a row here. So, yeah, I also – if anything, I would bet the, the over in this one. Yeah. All right. We are also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues their March Madness College Pick'em. It's a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted, which it likely is by now. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, moving down to the 8 o'clock slot here. We got the uh, Vancouver Canucks at the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, Blues are minus 115. Canucks are minus 105. Over under at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 135. Under at plus 115. What, what are your Canucks going to do here? Hottest team in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. Still killing it. Beat the Stars the other night, which is very good for the uh, Avs division. Um, and, yeah, I'd like them to keep it rolling here. Wrong team is favored somewhat. I mean, I have the Canucks at minus 106. So minus 105, there's that that penny value there. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, give me the Canucks here on the road. They've, they've been decent lately. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the over seems a little high, though. Like the 6.5 minus 135, that's that's too high. But uh, the under 6.5 plus 115 is the way I'd look here. I know the Canucks are, uh, you know, they're kind of um, – they got a good offense here, but I, I didn't really see that in the other game against uh, the Blackhawks. Kind of took the day off. Didn't really give up any chances either, though. So their defense is still going well, even when their offense isn't firing on all cylinders. And Demko's playing better. And the Blues, who knows what's going on with their goaltending situation. I think Bennington played once. Otherwise, it's been Joel Hofer ever since Binner got suspended. So maybe they're just uh, breaking it in the young guys, see what he's got. And I, I like the way he's been playing. So I like him more than Binner at this point. So... Under six and a half plus 15, I like that. And I like the Canucks at minus 105. Yeah, I, I agree with you there on the Canucks minus 105. I think, yeah, I think they have been a better team recently. I think they have the best record since like the uh, trade deadline. I think they were 10 and two or something, something like that. Yeah, they're playing well. Uh, Spectacles for a percentage in the past 10 games is 12th. Meanwhile, St. Louis is the sixth lowest. So, uh, yeah, Vancouver playing a lot better. But I, I probably would lean to the over six and a half here. St. Louis just playing some crazy games, seven six in in L. A. Um, Sunday night. That was a yeah, wild I take one. it back. I take it back. Hofer gave up five goals and seventeen shots <laughs> in his last game, so makes me less confident in the over. That's for sure. Yeah, six three before that in Anaheim, four three Detroit, eight five had a game in Minnesota, against Minnesota a few weeks ago. So I lean to the over six and a half. Uh, minus one thirty five might be a little bit too uh, too steep for me there, but definitely the Canucks here at minus one oh five. 
Okay, going down to the 8.30 slot here. we got the Dallas Stars at the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, Blackhawks are plus 230 on the money line. Uh, Stars on the money line are minus 275. Both puck lines are minus 110. The total is set at 5.5 over at minus 120. Under is at plus 100. Uh, yeah, this is another another lopsided game here with the Stars on the road. I don't have play for this as of yet. I think I'd probably have to take Dallas, maybe take them in a, in a, in a minus one like I did with Boston and the Rangers because Blackhawks have, have completely fallen off, uh, lost five in a row, all by two or more goals. So maybe look at the uh, Stars puck line here at minus 110 or just look at the over five and a half minus 120. I, I could see Dallas. If they can find their offense, they could score four or five themselves. And Chicago, you know, they can they can pot one or two to, to make their part. So, uh, yeah, Stars, puck line at minus 110, then the over five and a half at minus 120. I kind of like the Blackhawks in this one. They've been feisty. They've been competitive. Uh, even that game against the Canucks, Canucks only pulled away late. Um, yeah, so they're not winning a lot of these games, but they're in these games. And uh, I'm still going to keep finding the, the value in the Hawks. Uh, Going forward, so yeah, I mean my line is plus two thirty-one, so it's it's right there, and you might get a little stars money, but uh, I wouldn't count on that. Stars, meanwhile, are pretty average. I mean they're just like humming along, winning these close games as well. Um, still, you know, around tenth in terms of expected goals for, expected goals against. And Ottinger has uh, been up and down. You know, last time I said he wasn't good, he did a shutout or some shit and uh, made me look foolish. But uh, I'm going back to the well here. I don't think that he's. Uh, been himself exactly you know it's been a long long season and uh he hasn't been a, a starter his whole career this is his first year starting this many games so maybe he's uh getting a little getting a little tired before the playoffs so yeah i, I don't mind the black so this would be a good spot to maybe uh give him a rest to uh i don't know who they're playing after this but uh against the blackhawks i think you can go with the wedgewood um especially with the avalanche game coming up on saturday i think it is that's going to be uh a good one, a good decisive game for the division. Uh, but, yeah, for this one, give me the Blackhawks. And I guess I'll give it the over, just uh, given what I just said about um, Ottinger. But the Blackhawks are, uh, you know, their offense isn't exactly doing things. Lately. The penalty power play is terrible. Uh, but they're, they've been playing okay defensively. So it's uh, that's why it's five and a half. So I'm not really touching the total. But uh, give me the Blackhawks here as a lean, especially if it uh, goes a little higher than 230. All right, going down to the uh, 9 o'clock here. we got the Los Angeles Kings at the Calgary Flames. Great rivalry when uh, Kachuk, Mac and Kachuk was still there. Uh, Flames are minus 135. Kings are plus 115. Over under at 6.5. Over paying off minus 105. Under is at minus 115. I got a play for this one. I got the Kings at, at plus 115. Um, they've been the better team this season. I was impressed with their win, even though they gave up a, 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 quite a few late goals against St. Louis. Second half of a back-to-back for them, so three straight wins for them. With uh, they beat Calgary 8-2 just uh, last Monday, so we're just getting right back at it here in Calgary. I still think you know Calgary just tough break this year. They're they're not as good as they they probably should be, and the Kings just somehow find ways to to win these games. They play play good hockey, so yeah, I like the value here on the Kings at plus 110 uh, for a total. I guess I'd lean to the over uh, three straight overs in, in all three meetings so far this season. So yeah, I like the over six and a half and minus one Oh five, but the Kings plus plus one fifteen is my better play. My line is minus one fifteen, So it's right on that, that number. So you'd think I'd be leaning towards the Kings, but uh, once you factor in the, the desperation, the flames are in and the, the fact 
they have a lot more to play for here than the Kings. That's why you get this minus 135 number. So I uh, can't play a side here. Flames have uh, fucked me too many times, and I need a better price than minus 135. That's for sure. Uh, and I know they, they, they get these uh, these uh, statistical uh, love. They get the, the st- statistical <laughs> love. Fuck that word. Um, but the, they don't really create too many dangerous chances, and they, they don't really have any proper goal scorers this year. Uh, Doesn't Kempe have 35? No, I'm talking about the Flames. Oh, the Flames, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Foley's been hot. Kadri's been up and down. He's coming around lately, scored a few goals. Uh, other than that, Lindholm's always solid, but they don't have the uh, the goal scorer power of Goudreau and Kachuk that they uh, deeply miss now. And I think Chris Tanev's still out of the game, which is unfortunate for the Flames. But no play for the side here. Would like the Flames to win, but uh, give me the under 6.5, minus 115. Just uh, lack of chance finishing and lack of... Uh, um, well, the Kings, one of the, they are the best defensive team in the West, that's for sure. So I like that 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 matchup there. The Flames playing better defense, and uh, the Kings playing even better defense. So yeah, under six and a half would be the only play for me in this one. All right, going down to ten o'clock here. Possibly the other other contender for the best game on the slate: the uh, Edmonton Oilers at the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Las Vegas. Uh, Golden Knights are minus one hundred five. Oilers are minus one fifteen. Over unders at seven. Overpaying off plus one hundred. Under at minus one twenty. Uh, what do you got for this one? Yeah, the Oilers here. I uh, continue to back them with success, except for the the last time these two teams played with the. Uh, the Knights winning in that one in OT. I think it was Jack Eichel. But, yeah, I'm going back to well. The Oilers were, uh, I think, they're the better team in that game. And I, I think that the, the Knights were the inferior team in a lot of their recent games. Um, they're not getting the statistical love that the Flames are getting. And, uh, okay, let's go Av score. I don't know. But it's one nothing Ducks. Um, uh, man, the, the Knights are, they're getting lucky in these games. So I think that the... Uh, the the line should move towards the Oilers here, even on the back-to-back. And you know why? I don't mind this as a back-to-back for the for the Oilers is because it's in fucking Vegas. It's not enough time for the guys to get into it. Uh, they'll be in uh, Arizona here for the next few hours, then they'll, they'll fly late to Vegas. They'll go straight to sleep, you would think, I hope, because uh, I'm back in the Oilers here, and uh, they're not going to get the Vegas flu. So that takes away some of the home ice advantage for Vegas. So, uh, yeah, give me the Oilers here, minus 115. Well, what is my line for this, anyway? It is minus 117. So, yeah, give me, the, give me the Oilers here. Also, don't mind the, don't mind the over, you know. It's uh, just an easy, easy play. Just play the Oilers overs. Yeah, that's a, that's a good two cents there. Uh, I do agree with you on the Oilers here, minus 115. In Saturday's game, I know the game was in Edmonton, but Edmonton was minus 190. They were huge favorites. Factor in the back-to-back, factor in home ice. I don't think that should change it to, to 75 cents difference there. So, yeah, and you said Vegas is, is getting lucky recently. They have the fourth worst expected goals 4% in the past 10 games, despite being 8-2. and two. Meanwhile, Edmonton is uh, the 11th best at 52.68. These two teams just played each other. I think Edmonton, yeah, the back-to-back shouldn't be too much of an issue for them. Um, they are, I think, pretty decent on on, on back-to-backs. Uh, but I do lean to the over probably as well, over 7 plus 100. The over does tend to hit in the Oilers' uh, back-to-backs here. It's 6-2. and two. Edmonton just 4-4 four and four, uh, back-to-backs. But 500, that's fine. Um, 
So yeah, Edmonton here minus 115 would be a good play. I also did sprinkle Edmonton on the puck line. I was able to get it at like around plus 200. I think you put a put a half unit on that. You could see could see a blowout type of game with uh if Vegas some of their some of their luck regresses a little bit. We got the final game on the docket here at 10:30. Uh, Winnipeg Jets at the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is at the Shark Tank, San Jose. Uh, Jets are minus 180. Sharks are plus 155. Over under six and a half. Over plus 100. Under minus 120. Uh, I got the Jets here. Uh, I minus 180. I think that that's a fine line here. They're not playing well recently, but they are definitely a much better team than San Jose. San Jose has lost uh, nine straight. Five three seven two five four four one. Pretty, pretty, not even, I guess, three overtime losses, but uh, six of them were in regulation. Meanwhile, Winnipeg did have that a tough loss in L.A. on uh, Saturday, but two days off here, uh, going to San Jose. I think this is a game they know they have to win, and they have the advantage everywhere. Five-on-five, goaltending, special teams, overall play. I feel like I'm here minus 180. I bet that to win two units, and I, I wouldn't hate a, a regulation play, I guess, but I, I'm okay paying minus 180. The Sharks still have a better penalty kill than the Jets, so uh, that's their one point of superiority. The Winnipeg are uh, 0.01% behind them on the PK, 83.11% to 83.10%. Mm. So uh, maybe they can uh, get past them uh, with a couple penalty kills in this one. It's a PK game. It's a PK game. PK game, yes, yes. You can bet the under on power play goals maybe. I don't know. Um yeah, the uh, the Jets here. My line is minus 191. Uh, I like the I like the rest advantage here, and the Sharks coming out there long road trip. The last thing they want to do is play more hockey after getting smoked the whole road trip. Um, and yeah, and I keep downgrading the Sharks because uh, they've clearly given up on the season. And uh, yeah, I mean, while the Jets are the opposite, they're they're still uh, trying to hang on to that that final wild card spot. Uh, so yeah, minus 180 here, I think is is still okay for the Jets. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just been a tough end of the season for the Sharks, and I think it'll get a little tougher with another home loss here against Winnipeg. Yeah, I think that uh, wraps up the 10-game slate here. Got, got, a, got a few consensus plays. Uh, in the early games, we, we like, I mean, we lean to Boston puck line, Rangers puck line, but not not strong plays there. Uh, more so Pittsburgh-Detroit over six at minus 125 there. Uh, Carolina minus 135 against the Lightning in the under six at minus 110 in that one. Uh, Canadians Flyers over six and a half at minus 110. And then the two late games, Oilers minus 115 and Jets minus 180 are probably our, our two best consensus plays for the night. Uh, right here. Uh, got through that a lot quicker than I expected to. You have anything else you want to touch on here? Any, any, any uh, pet peeves in the Discord recently or anything? Pet peeves in the Discord. Well, I got I got lots of those, but uh, <laughs> they actually listen to this, so I'm not yeah. gonna not gonna shit talk them on air. We, we, we love <laughs> you guys. Don't worry. All right, then make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast. We're listening to podcasts, Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, Google, wherever else. Leave us a five star rating and review on Apple. Five star rating on Spotify. And you can always let us know what you think on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Follow us there. We love the interaction. Love uh, any questions, comments, uh, topics you have, ideas, whatever. Uh, hit us up there. And, uh, yeah, we, we'll be back on, on Tuesday night and Wednesday night, likely. I'm not sure of talent schedule, but hopefully we'll, we'll get him back uh, safely into his apartment. Uh, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. 
I'm Joel Meyer, and you'll find me with a cigarette in each hand at most. No weed <laughs> for this guy, though. Not a wild boy. Wild Joel. Thank you.